welcome to the South Road Boys. How are you? I made a bit of a pack with myself tonight. Did you? I'm not going to swear in this episode. Fuck off. <laughs> so I, I just got them all out of the way. Oh, okay, because you're presuming that that last one didn't get captured and I'm not just going to randomly you put it in. didn't have the things, did you? The mics turned up? Yeah, you know. I reckon I can go to all the back catalogue and, <laughs> and, and find a potty mouth. No, there. I've realised that I, I swear a lot doing this podcast. So, so I swear a lot. So I'm going to set myself a little challenge. Not going to swear in this one. Oh, you want to do a clean one? I'm, you don't have to. Oh, I could easily do a clean I'm, one. I'm setting myself up to, to not say sweary words. <laughs> like what? Like, <laughs> like cluck. Cluck. Not a chicken or a cow. Exactly. Cluck it up and, and pluck it now. And, and blunt. Blunt? <laughs> mm. See you next Tuesday. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. All right. Cool. Rock on. Yep. Not even going to say things like um, split. <laughs> going to leave that one alone too. Okay. Yeah. Will poop be okay? I think poop's all right. I mean, you say poop to a baby or a child. Or your grandma. Or your grandmother. You're a poop head. You're a poopy head. <laughs> you and your poopy yeah. head. <laughs> so I think there's there's not enough harshness to that, is there? No. You poop. That. Mm. Mind like, you, though. The- like, you know, like penis. Is right? I wouldn't call you penis brain. Mm. Mind you, though. You- I wouldn't call you a flick head. No, but what about bastard? <laughs> or... Depends, Depends on what said year. <laughs> and what year, yeah, true. Yeah, you're an utter, utter bastard. Yeah. I mean, you could have said to someone way back, you know, you're a bastard child. Mm. And that would just be a factual statement. Well, it's not because I know who my parents are. Not you personally. Oh, okay. I mean, I know I'm looking at you <laughs> yes. intently. Yes, they were married at the time. Yeah, but if I said to someone now, you're a flastered, yeah. <laughs> it'd be different, wouldn't it? Sure would. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what's changed this... Um Change of course for you. Why are you tacking with the wind? Oh, I just thought it'd be something new. Are <laughs> oh, you setting yourself a challenge? Just one episode. Bit of mental gymnastics while you're yeah. trying to get around it? Because I've got to be careful. Me, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think about what I say before I say it. Obviously. So it just, <laughs> if anyone's listened to this podcast, that's <laughs> that's evidence. <laughs> it blurts. It just fluently. Blah, blah. So I thought, you know what, let's, let's pretend we're at Nana's house. Okay. Let's pretend we're at Mum and Dad's. I don't throw at Mum and Dad's. Why does it smell of urine? <laughs> <laughs> Why is Nana sleeping on the ground? She's been there a while. <laughs> Wake up, Nana. <laughs> Went to the cupboard and all there is is dog food. I've been kicking her for five minutes. She <laughs> won't move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dog food. You know, pensioners, they can't afford much. Chums on special, 50 cents game. I do wonder, though, mm. and I've always wondered this. Have you? Was it more a story that was used for news to make it newsworthy? Mm. Or were it heaps of pensioners? Was it a little bit like the the e-scooters? Mm. When e-scooters come in, mm. I was told via all the no- local notice boards. Oh, it'd be carnage. Elderly people get knocked down. All the time by East Coast. Oh, they will be all the time dragged down the road, yep. struggling against the e-scooter. Mm. The the but, tidal wave of yeah. e-scootering. <laughs> a tsunami, even. <Yeah. laughs> so I was told that. Mm. Haven't heard of one old person in the region that's been knocked over yet. Not one. No. And look, I got to admit, I'm disappointed. <laughs> You've been aiming for them <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> just to prove a point. Yeah, just to because set when, the standard. when people put out this factual information, mm. <laughs> factual information, yes, 
you expect it to come through with truth. Well, there's a lot of data that supports it, except apparently maybe there's not. <laughs> yeah. But we we live in a world where we believe what we read and hear by the internet because mm. there's so much information now. It comes at us like a friggin' oh, M16. Okay. Like info bullets. <laughs> like Rambo was over there just firing information at you. That's <laughs> yeah, just So we, we believe most of it. Mm. Um, and we shouldn't really. We shouldn't. Because we should be smarter. But we, we live should. in a world, though, where people go, oh, the world's round. Mm. And someone goes, is oh, it? Is it? Is it? And then all these people go, oh, you're right, is it? The problem and then being- you've got a group and that, that stretches. And I think the e-scooter injury crowd mm-hmm. are the flat earthers of mobile devices <laughs> online. What do we want? No e-scooters. When do we want them now? <laughs> when don't we want them now? I just – maybe it's because – look, I think the problem being is you and I grew up in a generation where we believed that the news that we received, which was generally radio – television print, was formed on a foundation of uh, journalistic integrity. Integrity? Well, we we believed it, and whether or not that was the case or not. This was the year of Ray Martin. (laughs) Billy Ray Martin, in (laughs) fact. (laughs) I mean, Billy Ray Martin. And I'm Yann Event. I mean, come on. I mean, she was like the George wet, Negus. She was like the wet dream of a exactly. lot of people that watched news in sixty minutes. And fucking George Negus with that mustache. Didn't Negus pass away not long ago? I don't know. I, I didn't or is he still around? Don't know. Don't know. George Negus. Hmm. Now for sixty minutes. Anyway, which you know, sixty minutes was such a huge show though. Sunday back when night. We were younger. Yeah, it was the precipice of news for the week. Well, that was the hard eating stuff. Yeah, news. You know, sixty minutes. It would yeah. just delve in. Like, just pull really off the deep. scab, yeah. get into the wound, and you'd be just like, oh, don't go too far into the wound. And, but it was oh, only, he's gone all the way into the wound. But it was only like three stories. Yeah. But it was in-depth journalism. Yeah. And, and this of- is before a current affair came along and that kind of stuff where it was just like, oh, we're running down a person, we're going to find him because he's been selling second-hand fridges and ripping off the elderly. And yeah. Like, you know, and then we go up to him and say, like, do you feel proud about what you've done? And so I'm like, just... I'm just, just go make, away. I'm just making ends meet. Try not to swear. Yeah, you got there. I know. I wish I had a bipping machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and yeah, like, exactly. Oh, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. And then they rush me oh, into the, the shaggy car, defense. And he, yeah, <laughs> and he nearly runs him over while the, the cameraman over while he's trying to escape yep. because he gets in the way of the car. Yeah, <laughs> so, standing in front of it. But sixty minutes wasn't that. No. Well, there was a little bit of it, but they oh, used gosh. to go to they used to go to worn torn countries oh, yeah. and and. Bunkers and track down estranged husbands who'd run off with the children to a faraway mm. land, and yeah, they'd find uh, they'd solve murder cases. They would investigate, and they would get access to prime ministers mm. for stories. Yep. You know that was their level of integrity. Whereas ACA basically ended up being the new idea of TV. I uh, become the cornflakes of cereal. Yeah, pretty much mm. yeah. the home brand. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> not the good one, not Black the Kellogg's. <laughs> black and gold. Kellogg's became the six o'clock news. Yeah. Yeah, but then the black and gold that became a current <laughs> yeah, affair. Exactly. I mean it was the kind of thing you'd eat it, mm. but you didn't enjoy it as much. No. <laughs> Tell you one thing, roadies, if you live in a state that has an Aldi, Aldi supermarkets, we don't have one here in Tasmania. And we'll deal with that at some other well, later stage. To do a, a bit of a promo, are you, for no, some No, look, I'm I used to be a big fan of Nutrigrain. 
I mean, Grant Kenny told me it was Iron Man food. True. And I wanted to be an Iron Man. The Kennys had integrity. They sure did. And I wanted to be an Iron Man. I didn't want to do all the physical activity and to I can training. guarantee you didn't. Oh, I so did not. <laughs> you were so far from that. But if I could eat Iron Man food, I'm pretty much halfway there. It's close. Yeah. Well, it's better than not trying at all. Exactly. I'm having yeah. to go. <laughs> I'm dipping my toe in the water, literally and figuratively. If you like the food, you might start to like the exercise. No, probably not. I might follow. Yeah. And so I decided that let's give the Aldi brand Power Grain a bit of a go. Power Grain, good name. Yeah. It really sums up this, ooh. Honestly, it's a better name than Nutrigrain. Isn't it? Nutrigrain's a dumb name when you think about it. Nutra. Nutra, like a Nutra bullet. Who wants Nutra? Not me. Power. Do you want want to be Nutra? What's Nutra? Want some power? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Yes, I do. Yes, Thank I, you, sir. Too right. Thank you. Darn tootin'. Yep. Darn tootin'. Gosh dang it, I do. Far out in the real. <laughs> um, shut the front door, I do. <laughs> and back the truck up. I'm not even going to use the um, the uh, Battlestar Galactica cheat versions Oh, either. so you're not going to frack it? You're no, not going to frill it? No, because all that's just – that there – that's the power grain of Nutrigrain. Yeah. So I tried power grain mm. and have regretted that decision. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say that it was a Ooh, great thing. Oh, no, give that I a I thought about it, people would have rushed to Audi and say, get this. If you drink. if you love your Nutrigrain, get this one. I reckon power grain. you could put milk on. See, I was just Nutrigrain, milk, that was it. Like, yep. Nothing fancy, no IGGY about it. Just And don't need sugar. No, no, it's packed it's full of it. Because it's sweet enough as it is. Isn't it? And it, trust, <clears throat> if you're going to Nutri yourself up, you don't you want the sugar. No. <sighs> Defeats the purpose. Yeah. Um, I don't think within half an hour that it absorbed any of the milk. It ah. had some sort of coating on it, which was possibly made of fiberglass. <laughs> <laughs> and it did not have the ability. I mean, if you wanted to render a wall with it, like an external wall, it was not going to let the rain in. Like it was. And it tasted oh. of, like, you know how good caramel is. I love like caramel. a toffee caramel. Oh, yeah, this was the bad version. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it was a that was the flavor, and it didn't so much when you chewed it. It didn't so much break apart as in just splintered into shards. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you're trying to work out was that the power grain or my teeth? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it was dry because it didn't absorb any of the milk, and it ripped your inside of your mouth apart. Oh, so I would strongly good. recommend any of the roadies out there. If you love your power grain, you're a beast. <laughs> Maybe what you should have done is actually instead of use milk, mm. it's like a light acid. Yeah, like a hydrochloric <laughs> yeah, or something like down. that. Yeah. But that's like, I remember there used to be, and I don't know the name, but remember, um, was it Lolly Gobble Bliss Bombs or whatever? Yes. Is that the right wording? I, I look, I'm not going to hold you to it, but I would. You know what I mean, though. And that was like a, a, a candy, like a caramely candy sort of coated popcorn mm. sort of a thing. Yep. There was a cheap version of that as well. I think that might have been like a like a, a Woolies or probably back then it would have been like a Rolf Voss. Rolf Voss, the fresh food yeah, people. Or a like, branding. Branding. Um, or it would have been Coles, you know, something like that. Yep. And that was – it was horrid. Mm. Absolutely horrid. What have happened to Rolf Voss, do you reckon? Well, it became Woolies. They bought them. But they were always part of the family. Yeah, I suppose the Woolies brand just became bigger. Do you reckon Rolf Voss was – well – Woolworths or Safeway, as we 
Well, it went to Ross Foster Safeway. Safeway, Safeway at, was mainland though, wasn't it? I think it was always Vossies here in Tasmania. Yeah, it was Vossies, and then they went to Safeway, and then I think Australia wide they all became Woolworths. Right there you go. But they were all the, the same. History one. of supermarkets in Australia. Yeah. This is why you listen to this podcast. Correct. Mm. But they were always the same. Do you think it was like an IGA setup? Because it was always the same jingle. Rolf Foster, fresh food people, Safeway, the fresh was food it really? people. Okay, so I never heard Woolworths, that jingle. the fresh food people. I know. Like, it was the exact same thing. Same colour, everything. Funniest part, though? Mm. The food's not that fresh. No. <laughs> never is. Oh, if you go to the veggie section. Yeah, but even then, a lot of the stuff is like- Freeze-dried from Cambodia yeah, and sent frozen to frozen from somewhere. <laughs> it's probably- I mean, it's probably been 20, in the container for two months. Yeah. But now that they've defrosted us- It's fresh. Fresh now. Frozen fresh. Mm. So- Keeps the flavour right in there. Just frozen fresh. Branding. It's all about branding. Always. It's like us, South Road Boys. I Get mean, on no board. No confusion. Southroadboys.com. Yeah, we're um, South Road because we grew up there. Mm. We're both boys. Yeah. Perfect. It's fucking just writes itself. Damn it! Just writes itself. This is my first it? one that slipped through. <laughs> I didn't even pick it up. There you go. What was it? It was a. It was a clucking. Oh, <laughs> so there's one. Damn it! <laughs> is that it now? Is that like the the boy with his finger in the dike, or have you got nine more left in you? Oh, I'm going to keep trying. Okay. Yeah. And once we hit eleven, you might as well just piss it off. <laughs> You're not going to make it. I'm going to try really, really no, hard. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate Thank it. You. What I'm doing it for the listeners, for the roadies. I'm not doing it for you. Is it, is it like a telethon situation? I don't, I don't give a I'm I doing don't. it for the. I'm doing it for the listeners who can't swear. <laughs> Call now with your donations. <laughs> We've got this couple of performers and ring now and help Troy not swear for all those kids out there who cannot swear in front of their parents. Yeah. Call now one eight hundred. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. He understands your struggle. Yeah. And he's struggling camps. for you and with you. Yeah, exactly. Donate now. And now we have a juggler. <laughs> Hang on. A, a juggler. We have Ricky May. <laughs> Holy wow. How, how old am I that I pulled out Ricky May? Well, that have been um, Hey Hat Sunday. Yeah. Well, see, um, what, Islander of some kind? I thought he was a Ramrooter. I thought he was a ram rooter <laughs> from the land of the long white cloud. Right, he, he may have been too. Do you want me to look him name? up? Yeah, why not? That's a name I haven't heard of for a long, long time. Because I think he's been dead for 30 Ricky, years. I reckon he has. Uh, Ricky May, I can't even remember what he used to do. Uh, like, what was he even on singer. there for? Was he a singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just remember his name. Ricky May, June 1988. Uh, he was age 44 is when he died. Died in 1988. 1988. He was born uh, November 22nd, 1943 in Auckland. He was a ram (laughs) and died in 1988, the year of our bicentenary. New Zealand listeners. Oh, Brittany, sweet as One of us at least love you. Richard Ernest May was born in New Zealand and he was a jazz singer and musician, best known for singing cover versions of numerous pop songs or jazz standards. Died in 88. And I've ripped him out for a telethon. Yeah, died in the year of the double centenary of Australia. Yeah. So I'm pretty <laughs> the double positive. centenary or the bicentenary, as we no. called it, during you, that time. You, you know, you know I don't <laughs> like using bi with numbers and all that stuff. Okay. Just know. I think the most important thing that you're forgetting about 1988, Troy, was when I first trod the boards in the Bush Ranger who sneezed with the Olverson Repertory Society. <laughs> Sorry, I with, missed that one. With my standout performance as Brownbeard. <laughs> <laughs> you see how pre-beard he is, too. No, I had a beard in the show. 
Yeah, but it wouldn't have been a real beard. Well, no, because no. 1988, I was like 14. <laughs> I think that was. Oh, a, no, yeah, I think that was a double centenary. It was a double centenary, or as everyone else in the country called it, the bicentenary. <laughs> uh, I don't believe you. There you go. Um, I don't know why Ricky May was the person that I pulled out. No, that's a name I haven't thought of for a very long time. Because <laughs> he's been- I recognised it straight away, though. Of course so. you did. And mm. Hey Hey was the only place I knew him. Yeah. He'd come out, sing a couple of tunes, a couple God, of ditties. It was such a staple of television back then was for it our generation. Yeah. I don't remember it being a morning show, though. I only remember it being a, a matinee show. A matinee? I always thought it was the show that you watched before you went out. Well, that's but that's when I say as in like evening show. Oh, okay, yep, yeah, like because it started as a morning show. I think I've memory, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. kids show yeah. in the morning, so, and then they the ostrich got a bit blue, and so they <laughs> they moved to a later time slot. <laughs> Mister Summers, Mister Summers, uh, and you know their, their racial overtones. Oh, there was a lot of stuff that you wouldn't want to play now, but you know that was the time. Why are people so unkind? Doesn't make it right though. No, it doesn't make it right. Mm. Mm. Just because you say sorry doesn't mean you shouldn't have done it. True. Uh, Jackie McDonald would have been the first one that I would have known as the co-host. Yeah, true. Laurie Field, Shane Bourne, Red Simons. Red Simons. That was the one where, and I also remember it was the first time that not Australia became woke, but kind of went, oh, maybe we can't be casually racist anymore. (laughs) When Harry Connick Jr., was a guest judge on Red Faces. And for those, look, roadies, we're strolling down Amnesia Lane, and if you don't have any affiliation with Red Faces or the Hey Hey It's Sad Day. I've got a feeling you've mentioned this probably too way, way, now. way back in the show, yeah. like 150-plus like episodes ago. Yeah, a very long time. Anyway, so that was the one where Harry Connick Jr. was there as a guest judge, and it was a talent show, and anyone could be on there. It was open mic, and I don't think the good people- Most of them were crap. Most of them were. Like, really bad. Yeah, and I don't think the good people at Dennis Carroll screened a lot. It might have been, you know, five minutes in the corridor before Because there was even a gong. Yeah, Red Simon's a a big big gong. gong. Yeah, so it was really crap. He could gong them off. Exactly. Gone, before they even finished. Before they even started sometimes. They'll walk out. He just walk (laughs) them (laughs) and just gong them off. (laughs) Didn't even get a chance to start their effort. But you saw some. You saw some really. I mean, there were some really good acts that went on there. Keith Urban. Keith Urban was that one was of those. His first gig. Yeah, it was Red Faces. The one, or the one that put him in front of the the public the and people that who knew. Um, mm. but they had a a group of guys. Jim Owen, I think, also started on there. Oh, Jim Owen. Mm. Um, who did a Michael Jackson or a Jackson Five tribute? Mm-hmm. But they did it in blackface. A little bit of blackface. Mm. Oh, not a little bit. They, oh. they were the right. black and white minstrel. Yeah, okay. Like they they was, really jacksoned it up. They, and I'm talking Michael pre the skin condition. Mm-hmm. They were just black. And Harry was like, you just can't do that. Like, how can you do that? And, and this is an American off. telling us this. An American. Which, <laughs> from the retrospect, South. I mean, is a bit of a shock. A Southern American. Mm. <laughs> and we went, get over yourself. Bloody Harry Connick Jr., what do you think you're on about? Just a good bit of racist fun. Does that mean that we could call this little conversation mm. South American news? <laughs> well, no, because he's from America. Not Down south. True. Still considered part of North America. 
Has to be below Mexico. Technicalities. Has to be below. You put North America North. and South in the one sentence it's describing South American someone, news. So it's got to be South American. South American news from sometime in the eighties, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, news to some. News to some. Yep. <laughs> oh, for crying out! Speaking of news, what has been going on, man? Mate, there, there's been so much happening. Yeah. Like so much that it's caused me to not swear for a whole episode. Wow. That's how exciting this week has been. <laughs> Did you hear? Still remember, call 1-800-STOP-SWEARING. <laughs> Help Troy get to his total of $6.50. Did you hear? Did I hear what? In London, in the Miss England pageant, first ever time, mm-hmm. a model has won without wearing makeup. Shut the front door. Unbelievable. 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 Look, was she considered? Miss look M- how horrid she is without makeup. Oh, what a beast! She's just, got lippy on. Tell me, she's got she lippy is on. Horrific. She looks like she's got lippy on at oh, least. Looks like this maybe a. I don't know. Would it be lipstick? I oh, know. I don't know. Eyeliner. Maybe. Maybe it's more a case of you know like foundations and the whole thing. Oh, maybe a lad. I don't know. I, no, she hasn't got a full face on. She's just got a day face on. Maybe. I don't know, but anyway, just, well, good luck to. But her. it was it was worldwide news. Maybe, 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 the, maybe the Miss America pageant has actually turned the tide and has gone. You know what? This is England. Well, but she would have been in the qualifying rounds for the Miss Worlds, so you, she I'd would have won. She'd go to Miss UK. Um, I mean, the next step would be is to allow women who are also married. You know, why do they have to be single, or at least unwed? Sorry, what? Miss America, not Mrs. America or Mrs. UK. I've never even thought about that. Because they're single and ready to mingle. Do you have to be a Miss then or is it just the term? (laughs) One, the good people at the Miss Universe contest have never contacted me about this, but (laughs) I I know it might come as a big surprise, (laughs) but I've always thought that that was – one of the draw cards that you know that they're single and ready to mingle, or at least unwed, so they are slightly attainable. Let me goggle let that. Me, let shit. me let me goggle that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Do, 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 do. Breaking news from the South Road Boys: Troy, Troy search history, Miss Universe. Are they married? Uh, that's always what I've thought, and I could be completely wrong. Yeah, roadies, if you're probably not picking up on it, Troy actually talks as he types. <laughs> like he's like That's why I moved the mic away. some sort of special needs child. <laughs> I do good Google. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but maybe that's what they want to do. Head towards a direction where... Oh, Joseph Mather. Yes. You, you are at the forefront of media. Bang. Oh. Mind you, I think the Miss Universe has been going since the 20s, so once again, hard-hitting news. Oh, no, but uh, at uh, mm. um quite a good magazine, been around for quite a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, very, very positive, friendly magazine for women. Yeah. Um, as of the 10th of August, 2022, this article came out. Schnorky. This is what I'm saying. You're on the forefront. Oh wow! This is bleeding edge. Married women and mums will now be eligible for the Miss Universe pageant in New Ruling. Fucking yes! Throughout seventy year history, uh, it's famous in every mothers. Years. Mothers are married children. Married children. Married, married women. Children. Um, or they work. <laughs> Welcome to the Middle East. Depends which country you're from. <laughs> from participating, and now that's changed. So now, 
basically, um, throughout the 70 years, um, only single women aged between 18 and 28, because it's a small window, isn't it? Well, the, the marrying years. Yeah, who've never been married or had children were allowed to apply. Well, because after 28, and he's, look, Rody's fucking stop calling and writing in right now. I'm about to say something. I know I'm about to You are to the s- leader of women's information in this country. I know I'm about to say something that is going to, no, that has oh. absolutely given me shit in my personal life. And I'm going to double down and say it here because I'm hoping that I'm going to get some sort of support from you. Mm-hmm. By the look on your face, I'm probably not. Oh, I may let you sink. I reckon you're going to hang me out to dry. To use the quote the, or the words that you use for me yeah. often. If that's the hill you're, you're going to die, die on, <laughs> go for it. Um, because after the age of 28, Mr. Barnes, they would be referred to as a spinster. Is that for real? Well, because a spinster, by definition, is a woman who is unwed and has no children. Oh, 28 is probably a bit young. I reckon maybe 35 would be considered a spinster. Okay. Past childbearing years, generally. Doesn't mean they can't. Does the name have to be Diana? <laughs> that was Spencer, mate. Oh, sorry, mate. Close. <laughs> so that nearly made the whole episode of Car Crash, didn't And it? then she would be Dirty Diana. <laughs> uh, yeah. Diana? Um, so I referred to one of my wife's friends as uh, my wife's spinster friend. Oh, yes, I do. Know. Now, this yeah. woman was 50 at the time. She was unwed and had no children and was past the usual age of marriage and having children. It was an appropriate term. Apparently not. <laughs> Oh, have I heard. Did I hear? Yes, I did. Did I listen? Probably not. (laughs) Um, But that said, not on behalf of my wife, my wife's girlfriends basically flayed me in public. Oh, that's never pleasant. No, and she just sat back and went, I need to do nothing here. (laughs) (laughs) You have. She was like, she was like. um, You have dug this hole. Yeah. She was like Monty Burns, release the hounds. Wow. <laughs> and just stood back and just watched as they mm. tore me a new one. Yeah, so, but anyhow, well done to, uh, was it? Uh, the Melissa, Miss Universe Melissa, agent. Melissa Ralph. That's a name with a lot of vowels in it. Melissa Ralph. So we're just going to go with Ralph. Not Ralph, Ralph. Oh, not like the ex late 90s, early 2000s men's magazine, Ralph. No, it's R-A-O-U-F. Ralph. 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 What's it, Shaggy? Ralph. Ralph. But look, power to her. Good honour. Power to her. Gorgeous girl. Didn't need the makeup. And you know what, though? Shouldn't just be looks to get you into those competitions. She'll be the kind of person you are. She'll be on personality. And you know what? There is living proof that it doesn't matter what you look like, you can achieve almost anything. Almost. And, well, pretty much everything. Almost. Okay. Now, this look, here, I'm going to give you an example of oh, a woman. I like it. Okay. You're going to give me an example of a woman. Fantastic, Joe. <laughs> Hi. Um, a vagina? No, no, no. I'm two boobs? You, longish hair? I'm going to give you an example of a woman who, <laughs> regardless man. of what she looks like, has achieved the pretty much top job in her country of choice. Okay. The prim- Margaret Thatcher? <laughs> no. The Prime Minister of Finland. Finland. Mm-hmm. All right. Type this into your Google machines. Right. We're Googling again. Googling machines. Right. Am I um, am I 
talking while I'm typing or not? Oh, what you can. It's up to you. Her name is Sana, S-A-N-N-A, and Marin, M-A-R-I-N. I only had to put Sana in and it came up. Yep. Now, she has- So, I mean, there's not gotten, that many Sanas out there, is She's it? gotten past her looks and become the Prime Minister of Finland. Let me have a look. She's gotten past her looks mm-hmm. and- Oh, yeah, she's a, she's atrociously unattractive. Yep. That is a train wreck if I've ever seen it. Uh-huh. And Why in the world she would be popular, I do not understand. And she just had a party at her place, right? <laughs> and she had to apologise because apparently a couple of photos from the party have emerged of a couple of topless women kissing at the palace. I mean... Oh, yeah, I can see something's <laughs> come up there now. It's all pixelated. Yeah. Obviously, they couldn't get a decent photo. <laughs> <laughs> They could have just focused in. Yeah, exactly. No, so that's unfortunate. Was shut on an, uh, an old Motorola flip phone. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford much more in Finland. It's a very poor country. How good is this? I mean, one, she's the PM. Two, she is a reasonably attractive. She woman. she is. Yep. Um, not that that should make any difference to holds her a, standing. Holds a party at the palace where it's pretty much spring break. It's Coachella. Yeah, she's living her best life. There's yep. no doubt about that. And she doesn't look that old. I would, I'd pick her at under forty. I don't know how old she is. Does it say where uh, you are? If I go back to all away from images, um, I reckon it will tell me she is thirty six. Oh, there you go. She's a, she's a spinster. Is she, oh, uh, she unmarried? No, actually, no, she's married. Mum of one. Although she gone. No, past she's divorced. Ms. Marin. Is she? Well, one would look. I don't know her marriage. It's, it's, it's saying there's a spouse on here. Well, I've got here Ms. Married 2020. I mean, f- <laughs> two. <laughs> As if Wikipedia would be wrong. Yep. Apparently, is what I was saying. What she said was she confirmed the snap was done <sighs> during a private party with her friends in the music festival in July. She said, Look, we had a sauna, we swam, we spent some time together. What else are you going to do in Finland? I mean, Finland, bless you, and all that ride upon you, because I reckon- Say all that ride upon you? Yeah, I reckon, <laughs> I reckon with this one particular news article that's gone out, the uh, Santa Marin, the Prime Minister of Finland, has just pretty much doubled <laughs> the amount of tourists, of single men going to Finland- <laughs> Well, they've pretty much said, well, you know what? If the leader looks like that, mm. the population must be just as great. And, this and I'm is a single man. I'm very oil. Correct. And prime ministers are all often known as quite conservative. Mm-hmm. If this is a party at a conservative person's place. Oh, imagine what the neighbourhood's like. Imagine what happens when they get Woo! lit. I mean. Wowzers. I would like to see what happens at the Miss Finland contest. I mean. <laughs> That's pretty much jello wrestling, I reckon. But, hey, <laughs> bring it on. Yep. Fair enough. Her cabinet's just basically wild boys afloat. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh, no. And they're a fit lot, the Finns. They they do cross-country skiing and shooting for fun. The biathlon. 
But I suppose the most boring of winter sports. It is the it is the place where you would grow up though, skiing and you'd have to, you know, doing like snowboarding triple jumps and all that kind of thing. <laughs> snowboarding triple jumps. <laughs> I mean, that's just you know, how you get to school. Yeah, that's how you get to school. Yeah. You just downhill and you just do a few jumps. Ride a yak. Yeah, ride a yak. Oh, I love a good yak ride. And I think the Finns were also Vikings, weren't they? In that area, I don't know, they're they're always Scandinavia, Finland. They're always good at the end. Why? That's a finish. <laughs> it's a strong finish. Yeah. Yeah, you bench pressed 180 kilos. They've they, they never been um, good starters. No. Always good finishes. Strong finish. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, another one that we had, another bit of exciting news. Yeah. Uh, Tasmanian news. Oh, hello. <laughs> Hobart, southern Tasmanian news. Oh, very not, southern not Tasmanian. Quite s- South American news. It's it's the gooch of Tasmania. <laughs> uh, we have uh, the taint. If you would look, we're having a very bad year with driving in Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> the fatality rate at the moment in Tassie is not good. No, I think it's actually the worst possibly in history. You know why? What's, tell me. Well, we've had two years where no one's been able to leave the house and they've forgotten how to drive. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's, the vid it's taught, not good. People lost their ability to drive with the vid. They've been locked up in ISO. They're finally out the roads and they think it's Fury Road. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I mean, there's a lot of mainlanders living here now. Maybe and, maybe they've brought their mainlandy driving techniques to oh, us. Oh, you sound so Tasmanian maybe when you say mainlanders. Well, you're kind of one of them. I'm not. You went for a while. I was born and inbred here. Yeah, but what, 17 years? Uh, was that how long you were going been for? been married 26 years. So, yeah, it's um, over 20. Over 20. So you probably forgot where you're- 22. I've forgotten my roots. You, I have fucking not. You forgot your grounding. I'm part of the South Road Boys. Yeah. I mean- I'm, but I'm just saying that you may still have mainland drivering. Oh, okay. Yeah, a bit of like mainland drivering in you. <laughs> so you never know. Mainland but driving. I'm not saying that's what's caused it. I think it's just one. To be honest, they can come up with all the stats in the world. I just think it's it's just an unlucky year. Oh, fair enough. Put it down to that. Okay. So, but, news from Hobart. Hobart. Speaking of driving. Mm. Tassie guy. Driving across the Hobart Bridge. Mm-hmm. Which we like to call it the Tasman Bridge. The Tasman Bridge. It's the biggest bridge in the land. Oh, yeah. Our land? Tasmania yeah. land? Yeah. yeah. Is it the biggest one? It wouldn't be I'd... the biggest one in the Southern Hemisphere, would it? No. Westgate's like one point. No, it wouldn't be the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere. Westgate's. No, but, but the, the great Southern land is Tasmania, though, let's be honest. Oh, I don't think that's what Icehouse said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's only because he was, he was probably stoned. Okay. We are the Southern land. Okay. So we're going to call ourselves a great southern land. Sure. This is in the southern point of the southern land Fair of enough. Tasmania. I mean. Right. <laughs> Driving across Tasman Bridge. Driving across Bridge. Tasman Bridge, which also got knocked down many, many years ago by a ship. Going um, knocked down. Once again, cars went in the water, death, carnage. Inbound or outbound to the, to the city? Um, It was going irrelevant. outbound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> going to the airport. I've got a 50% chance of being right. You do. <laughs> yeah. um, someone filmed him. As okay. I were going across, the passenger, of course, filmed the other car. I know this for a fact. Unless it was an American driver, American yep. car, sure, he might have been on that side. Don't think he was. I think it was an Australian car with a driver on the right hand side. So Didn't the passenger on the left. Yeah. So we go and uh, taking the photo, old mate, driving across. Yes, Tasman Bridge. Perfect. Playing a ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> driving and ukuling is how many demerit points is that? Driving and playing a ukulele. 
Of course you do. Now, part of me is like mad skills. That's <laughs> like, wicked mad skills. Like, number one, to be able to play a ukulele, full stop. Mad skills. But they've upped it and said, you know what? I can, I've learned how to play a ukulele. Don't drink and uke. And now I'm going to learn how to drive as well. Yeah. And they're doing it together. And I think it's amazing. It's incredible talent. But um, of all the things you could do. He was probably on his way to band rehearsals. Driving a car. <laughs> Ukulele. Now, is anyone suggesting, oh, of course it is because it's in Tasmania, that he should lose his licence and be incarcerated in prison for about 12 years? Um, <laughs> or is he being held as a ukulele legend? <laughs> uh, no, most of the things were very, um, you know, you're a, you're a bit of a, a penis head. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You know, you're a bit of a, a penis sucker. You're a bit of a... a um, no womble. And not one more, yeah, like, you know, all those sweary words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that, that's very similar to what they said. A Richard Cranium. There you go. Yeah, so that. Uh, but the uh, police did say that this sort of behaviour is extremely concerning and police will investigate the matter. Because <laughs> uh, they did get a number plate as well on the video. Of course so, yeah. <laughs> God, just imagine rocking up to his place. Tiptoes to the wasn't me, officer. I don't own a ukulele. Of all the so- things to do, though, a silly ukulele. He <laughs> <laughs> was probably his way to rehearsals. Where else are you going to pr- look? Where else are you going to practice your ukulele? I mean, look. Granted, it's not the bagpipes, which would have even been legendary. Oh, yeah, look. No, <laughs> I think I'd even just clap that guy. Yeah, just- well done. Well played. What well a played, sir. Um, yes. But you know, I, I, I hold, hold. <laughs> I mean, my. Look, I, I think the statute of limitations and across state borders has probably passed now. But I know my wife oh, has oh. absolutely put on her makeup in traffic in Melbourne. Oh, that, yeah. Now, once again, she's probably at a complete stop. Yep. Or, you know, first gear, creeping slowly. Um, I certainly have eaten in the car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, That's one of the ones that I find very interesting. I've got a Can't mini use key- your mobile phone in the car. No, but I've got a mini keyboard set up on the dash. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun. would be so brilliant, especially if you're in that situation where there's just a – imagine you've got a full-on traffic jam, <laughs> especially, you know, in a Melbourne. Yes. Right. It's jammed. And then you just pull the sunroof back. <gasps> put a couple of speakers clipped on it on the outside. <laughs> yes. The synth comes out of the dash. <laughs> And you're just, dun, 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 dun. Actually, I have And one. everyone just turns around and says, like, what the hell? I have one more. You're in traffic. Things are slowed down, but you're not at a complete stop. It's just crawling you're along. Trickling. And we went to school with someone who I always believe had a speaker mounted in their car attached to their CB and would be able to play, like, sounds through the CB radio and it would emulate outside. Yeah, okay. I think he might have lived on Iron Cliff Road, but I could be wrong. Right. I reckon you get one of those, but instead of having dun-dun-dun-dun, you end up with a cello, which one, very difficult to keep in the front seat with the driver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially if you're going over a bridge. I mean... <laughs> Maybe you've got a full van full of musicians and you go, dun, 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 dun. 
Imperial March. Imagine that, though. You've got a van (laughs) with just just a duo in the back. A couple of guys with guitars. And as soon as the traffic hits, it's just a full stop. They just jump out of the back and start doing a little gig. (laughs) And as it starts moving, they jump back in, close the doors, move about six foot, get out again. Hat on a stick. Yeah, definitely. So you can get tips. Yeah, just cruise around. I wonder. That'd be right. We don't get them here in Tassie, and they're a bit of an institution in Melbourne especially on the corner of Victoria Parade and Hoddle Street or um, Punt Road mm-hmm. in Richmond, um, the windscreen wipers. Yes. The windscreen washy guys. So they've got some sort of squirty bottle and then they – You don't get it here because our traffic doesn't stop for long enough. No, well, you're only you're never at a set of lights for more than one change, mm. whereas in Melbourne you might be there for two oh, sets of lights. Yeah, absolutely. Play ukulele. Yeah, play Learn ukulele. how to play ukulele. You've got some people have got electric toasters and electric fry pans. <laughs> got a waffle maker. <laughs> waffle maker. They're watching YouTube videos <laughs> on how to do. <laughs> Plug into the twelve yeah. volt. Yeah, exactly. They open up the glove box and they've got a couple of brulees <laughs> in there like that. <laughs> you actually got a little toast from a couple of pizza. Oh, by the way, trademark South Road boys. If if you can retrofit a little convection oven into a glove box. Hit us up. That would be great. I would be interested in that. Imagine in the morning, two pieces of bread, some bacon, some cheese. Oh, some hash browns. Hash browns. Just yep. chuck them in the car, drive to work, and by the time you get there, basically you've got a toasty oh, and some hash browns. That would be actually so good. Wouldn't it? Um, not sure how the, the not car for would you. smell. Not, not but, for you because you probably wouldn't get it warm enough. <laughs> but if you were travelling half an hour for work, yeah, just chuck it in the toaster. Yeah, for me, pie, I'm, I'm five minutes from work. So it's not going to work for me. No. A little pie warmer sort of thing. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> in the glove box. <laughs> Rice cooker. Perfect. <laughs> and then when you're in traffic, <laughs> you can just put a little sign that flaps out the back of your, you know, curry and rice, $5. Still, I mean, can you just make it so you just basically have like a small Weber? <laughs> <laughs> just cook your steaks and everything on there. You can actually cook your dinner on the way home. You'll be ready to go. I wonder how you go legally <laughs> of having – it wouldn't you wouldn't be able to have uh, a fire fire, but you could no. certainly have an electric Weber. Oh, definitely. And you could if you had a seat with a seat belt in the back for your chef, you could do it in a Ute. Okay, well, we're bringing <laughs> a chef now too. Well, we're calling the chef. It's right. really just a Daryl. But you know. I was I was just thinking we just we're driving along and we're just cooking our food and getting no, stuff on. I'm, I'm trying to sell it to people who right. no, are the commuters. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with it. Oh, oh, right. So, you, so you're trying to make some dollars, make some coin. Hustle. Imagine that you're you're selling toasted egg and bacon sandwiches, right? Well, everyone else is stuck. Everyone's stuck in traffic, and, and all they can, oh, all they the can smell is egg and bacon toasted oh, sandwiches. Oh my golly gosh! And you've just got ten dollars, and you've got a little bar, oh. You've got a a little QR a code or a QR code. Yep, QR code on the back window. Mm-hmm. Ding! And you just the the reference that you put in there is your license plate. Next set of lights. Passenger jumps out, runs over, hands you your egg and bacon toast and sandwiches, chops back in. All you're doing is laps up and down the highway. Oh, that's actually it. It's a great idea. I mean, I'd do it. I would say, like, if I saw a person selling egg and bacon toasted sandwiches via a QR code in traffic, I'm in. Why wouldn't you? Oh, because I mean, of the logistics. How could, you, how could you resist it, though? <laughs> if you're the other driver yes. and you can see it, you're thinking, oh, I'll pay 10 bucks for a toasty. Yeah. On the highway. Definitely. <laughs> Brilliant. And especially if you were able to go, oh, look, we're, we're now at second gear. Like we're no longer stop, start, stop, start. We've actually mm-hmm. got – we're doing it 
20 Ks, 30 Ks or whatever. And that person's just got some sort of box on a stick that they can pass out through their window into your car. Perfect. Perfect. I mean, not only that, you can actually, like, you can have cars that are, because you can't leave, if it is a, a jam. Yeah, you can't leave your vehicle. You can't leave your vehicle. You've got to be there. So what you can have is people that actually jump on their phone. There's an app. Yeah, there's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, um, we, what we call ourselves, um, Traffic Jam. Oh, Traffic Called Jam. That? Yep. So there's an app. Traffic and Toasty. Traffic Toasty. Yeah, it'll work. Traffic Toasties. Yeah. So Traffic Toasties. I like that, actually. Yeah. It's good. So- if you've got someone that's maybe 30 metres ahead, you can't get to them. Mm. What you've got is a sunroof, and you send up a drone. <gasps> and, and you drone it to yes. the vehicle. And you GPSed in with your phone, so it knows exactly where to go. Yeah. Phone's in, drops it down, either to your window or through your sunroof. Yeah. In there, bang, done. Perfect. Brilliant. I'm in. Traffic toasties. Traffic toasties. By the South Road Boys. I tell you, this could be bigger than Pavlova. <laughs> The only thing that I would like bigger to than, get with bigger my traffic. Bigger than Strip Pizza. Bigger than Strip Pizza. Strip Pizza was going to be a huge venture. Mm. But this one, Traffic Toasties. Traffic Toasty. Not good in Tassie, to be honest. Um, I, well, I did think we could do bum-to-bum beverages. Bum-to-bum beverages. But it sounds a little bit on the gay side. Bum-to-bumper. I'm putting my game now. I'm too straight for that. Yeah. So. Um, you would like to get a beverage. Bumper bevies. Bumper bevies. That works. Yeah, a lot of harder to carry a coffee on a drone, though. I've got to say, <laughs> especially you, if you're actually sports with someone else's summary from the way over. Exactly, it is fraught with danger. Mm, yeah, um, but the traffic toasty, traffic toasty could work. Especially, I love your drone idea. I think yeah. that's got legs. Well, you, you said you can't leave the vehicle. I mean, I get you can get out and have a stretch, and I'm certain there's some people also that get out of Siki. I'm certain it happens. Yeah, but you've got. But you can't move car to car to car. No, but you're going to need. Well, unless of course you get a co-pilot. True. Because you can't be operating a vehicle and a drone whilst cooking toasties. <laughs> I think that goes... And, and, and trying to work out where the traffic is. Yeah, and trying to work out where yeah. the traffic is. And then, you know, no, sorry, mate, we don't take cash. It's only by the yep. QR code. I think you're going to need a co-pilot yep. to be able to operate this. Um, and if you could probably, if it's before, between the hours of 7.30 and 8.30... You'd mm-hmm. loiter around schools. Loiter around schools. Well, because there's a lot of traffic there. Okay, I'm just I, not. <laughs> I don't I mean, think that we need to put that more. in. The, when we franchise this out, I don't think we'll put that in the training manual. No, <laughs> you need to loiter around schools. Step one, <laughs> unless of course you've got a white blacked out window van, then you're not allowed to. Re- it's got to be a convertible if you if yep. you get the school zone. Yep. So people know that you know you're on the up and up. <laughs> Um, but just doing laps of the, the Eastern Freeway and the Westgate Freeway in Melbourne. That's great. I mean, do all that. Mm. And it'll be completely fine. Just don't text. You'll get booked for that. Don't yeah. text on your phone. But you can cook food. You can deliver food. You can do all that. That'll be fine. Just don't text, though. You don't see you get booked. The other option is, here's the other option. Here's, here's like, if we, once it becomes popular and Traffic Toasty takes off, as I'm sure it will. It's a matter of when, not if. Mm, exactly. Mm. Then traffic toasty simply becomes a a billboard, and that billboard has got a QR code on it as big as the fucking billboard, and it's got a number on it, so your number fifteen, and you sign it, oh. order it, and then in five minutes' time, when you're going past billboard number thirteen, yep, toasty Terry runs out, hands it to you at the next set of traffic lights. 
So you don't have yep. 15. Because the problem True. with drones are there's a lot of regulations of being able to fly around and near people. Yeah, I know. But if you can get them at the traffic light, oh, no, yeah. I'm just crossing. Oh, I've got a toasty. Would you like one, mate? Because you've already paid for it. It's actually not bad. I like that. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, the other name that I thought of, well, we can't use like use for takeaway shops here on the coast already. Mm. The highway halt. Yeah, Would have okay. also been another good one. That's exactly – well, mind you, I remember when that was – But it over. doesn't tell you about food, though. If you didn't know what it was, you wouldn't know what it was. No, you thought you were going to so, get armed robbery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember – Drain above. I, Sorry. I remember <laughs> when – Take my phone, take my purse. I remember when the Carters used to own the Highway Holt, mm. um, and it was called the Highway Robbery. The Highway Robbery, was that the nickname for yeah, it? Yeah, that was the nickname. Because yep. I used to live in Sulphur City yeah. or Sulphur Creek and, and used to have to go past there. So is that because it was considered too expensive? Too expensive. Yep. And the other nickname that it was often given to, and look, neither of them are going to listen to this podcast, so no one gives a shit. And if you know them, they won't care anymore. Uh, it did have another nickname of Carter's Greasies. <laughs> Carter's Greasies. Because... Uh, the Carter was the last yep. name of the people who owned and it was the Highway Hole. Really shitty, greasy food. It was just takeaway joint. Yeah, right. Like it was just yep. trucky food mm. because that was the best highway. There was no highway going behind. That's right. Yeah. The only way you go huge from huge business back Heng, in the day. Yeah, exactly. As soon as that highway went through, I think the the Holt changed hands a couple of times. Yeah. There was also a petrol station out there too, but which were owned by died. Ian Green. Or Viv Green, as he was Look called. At you with all the local historical knowledge. Well, Viv Green, here's a funny story about Viv Green. Anyone in America listening to this right now is like, you know, you I had me care. when you were talking earlier about South American news. Perfect. Now, 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 was- now Viv Green, who is he a boxer? Yeah. <laughs> Vivian Green, which is an unusual name for a man, um, was a, gave me one of my first jobs. So he was a service station owner by day, and then on the weekends- a stripper? No, no. Uh, was a bookmaker, mm-hmm. and he did the trots and the dogs here in Burning and right. in Devonport. And I went with him a couple of times and basically ran the numbers. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So I'd work for Viv, and he'd go, "I'll go get us lunch, or go get us something to eat, or whatever." And I went with him a couple of times. Anyway, when my mum was getting remarried, we lived three houses away from the Greens, and Viv said to me, I was supposed to give mum away. And the whole premise was I would walk mum down the aisle and I would meet my stepfather down there and then I would take my mother's hand and put it in my father, stepfather's hand and then I would step aside and I'd get married. So good luck. Good luck to you. <laughs> and But Viv got there and said, now this would have been pre-19, what year did you move to Penguin? 87. So this would have been about 85. Mm-hmm. Um, and 85, 86. And he said to me, if you walk down that aisle, and this was in front of my mother, if you walk down the aisle with your mother in a week's time and you take her hand and you say, are going once, are going twice, <laughs> hold to the man on my left, I have a $50 note for you. <laughs> Really? Now, 50 bucks in 1985 or 1986 was a small fortune to a teenage boy. Yep. And I'm like, really? He goes, it's sitting here waiting for you, mate. Absolutely. And I'm like, and I obviously must have had a glint in my eye that my mother thought, oh, shit. And she said, and I said, no, I won't do it. I won't do it. And so comes my mother's wedding day on Boxing Day mm-hmm. and 
I've got her hand in mine and we're walking down the aisle and we get to the end. Now, my mother has forgotten the rehearsal that we'd done three or four days beforehand right. where I'd taken her hand and put it in David's and that was it. So I grabbed her hand, about to put it in David's, because I understood the enormity of the occasion. Mm-hmm. Was never going to do it. But she didn't think so. And she raised her hand as because if- Because you are- Up for shenanigans. Yeah, that, that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. There's always that possibility of going that extra yard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably two. <laughs> There's a joke, and then you just keep on going until mm. someone else finds it funny. Yeah. Um, and she raised her hand as if to backhand me, and it took her a, two beats before she realised when I went, huh? I'm just I'm just putting my hand in David's. You know the funniest thing, She though, thought I was going to do it. I mean, he was risking 50 bucks on that. Oh, it wasn't a risk. He yeah. would have got his money's I mean, worth. First of all, I said Viv Green, like the American boxer, and he said it was on Boxing Day. Love yeah. the fact that that tied in, coincidentally. Yep. Um, but he was running a side gig, taking mm. bets on whether you would or you wouldn't. He yeah, made exactly, a profit. Exactly. So even, even if he paid the out the 50, it didn't matter. <laughs> he was going to break even <laughs> yeah. anyway. He actually had it out the front of the church. <laughs> <laughs> he's running a tote. He's got the chalkboard yep. up and he's got the the, the, benny, the leather satchel. <laughs> um, but no, Viv, Viv, I mean, look, Viv, my understanding was that he – Possibly was very very wealthy, a lot very of, very wealthy. A lot of bookies were at that era, though. He was a bookie, and he owned a service station, and he built at the time it was one of the biggest houses that I'd ever been in. Mm. Um, yeah, and so that was the story of Viv Green. Sorry, may he huh? may he rest in peace. I think he's shuffled off this mortal coil. He was a very heavy set man, uh, similar to my stepfather. Yeah, and. Uh, Passed away. Speaking of rest in peace, mm. another thing that I noticed this week that's been in the news a little bit lately mm. is a woman in South Australia reading she saw a Tasmanian tiger. Where? In South Australia. What's well, not a Tasmanian tiger then? It's a South Australian well, tiger. Well, this is a thing. <laughs> but are you aware, though, that the Tasmanian tiger wasn't Tasmanian initially? Like, historically, the Tasmanian tiger was on the mainland. No, it was not. But it was only really in populated times right. that it was only really spotted or seen in Tasmania. In the vast numbers. So it became the, the Tasmanian, Tasmanian tiger. tiger. Mm. But they, I think they found like bones and that kind of thing. Elsewhere. Elsewhere to say that it had been elsewhere, but it wasn't really seen elsewhere in our time. So it became ours. So we claimed it. Okay, of course. A little bit like our Australia claimed Crowded House. <laughs> yeah, or Russell Crowe or Nicole But Kibbe. she's got a video of it as well. Yeah. And the video is pretty good. And for those international roadies, we are talking about the thylacine. Yes, which is extinct. Yeah, well, allegedly the last one died in the Hobart Zoo, I think, 1932. Three or 32, yeah, something yeah. like that. Historical facts about yeah. that. Um, Thor is trying to bring it back, though. God of Thunder. Yes, Chris Hemsworth is yes. involved with some others, and they're, they're going to try and bring the tiger back. Wow. Yeah, they're going to de-extinct it. So they haven't seen Jurassic Park? Well, this is the thing. <laughs> All these movies... <laughs> So like, do you really want to do that? He's in that game. Like, you would think he would know better. I know. It's just they reckon they've got, like, the DNA of that and they can blend it with the DNA of something else which has got similar properties properties of like whatever. A, like a dingo or a yeah. some sort of dog. And then they can actually bring forward the Tasmanian tiger again uh, because – and their theory is that because – the animal didn't die out just simply because it was its time. No, it, was it died out because it was hunted to extinction. Yeah. So what they're trying to do is reverse that effect it had, which would then bring the animal back 
which will allow that to then reinstigate itself within the environment. Mm. And the environment will then go back to what it should have been before we destroyed this animal that was very vital. Mm. Look at me sounding very intelligent. No, I've just realised my internal dialogue is wrong. It's so fucking wrong. I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> One would have thought they would have started with the Tasmanian Aboriginals and brought them back before they were hunted to extinction, but, oh. you know, why not start with a fucking dog? <laughs> <laughs> you did the truck and any transfer. I did the truck and any transfer. <laughs> wow. Is that like the Melbourne Shuffle? <laughs> So. But the thing that gets me, so there was a video, right? She's taken the video of this thing. Yes. Um, it's not a greyhound with painted stripes. And it's not. It's not Catherine. No, it's, it's not. It's painted up a greyhound. Oh. Oh, oh. That would be hilarious, though. Catherine, if, you got, could do, if you're listening, you could do that. That'd be great. So I'm just going to, I mean, here's the video. You can you can see the video. The video's not too too shabby. Race three, Dapto. Like, you've got it there. Yeah. Oh. You know, I mean, in this day and age, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. You know, it's not super blurry. It's not pixelated. It's 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 clearer than the Yeti photo. Very, very much clearer than the Yeti photo or the Yeti footage. Yeah. And then they and they look got a couple of photos and bring in all the rest of it and try and study it. Yep. But they reckon it's possibly actually a fox. Uh, that's what they're saying. But it's a big fox. The question I'm coming back to is, and this is my reason for bringing this up in this wonderful. Space that we have called a podcast. <laughs> it's that, a safe space, Troy. <laughs> that puts it out to the people. Yes. Uh, is is it possible to, to believe anything anymore? doesn't matter how good it is. Like when it comes to extinct animals, when it comes to yetis, Loch Ness yes. Monster, aliens, whatever it is. Yes, he's real. I've seen it. We've had that would, conversation. If you, if you had... <laughs> yes, you have seen it. If you had... I was eight months ago. The most amazing... <laughs> Video footage, yes. the most incredible photo yes. that you saw this, you prove it, it was right in front of you, you've got it, it's spectacular. The world is round, would all those world, photos. Would the world ever believe it? No. Because they would go, oh, it's not real, it's doctored, Correct. you made it up. Because yep. our technology has reached a point mm. where we can deep fake things, oh. we, can, we can make anything look like what we want it to, and all it'll be is people trying to debunk it and make it so it isn't real. Absolutely. I mean, there used to be- The, the more real it looks, the less we believe it now. Yeah. Or there's a there's a theory, and I can't remember the name of it, that people, once they have their mind set on something, are very unlikely to change their mind, regardless of how much evidence they're presented with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the way we're drawn. And it could True. be on everything. It could be on um, racial intolerance. It could be on vaccinations. It could be on dangers of- Space Yetis. Yep. Hating a football team. Hating a football team. Because your, your dad hated it and your grandfather hated him, so you've got to hate him as well. Correct. I mean, there's there's countries out there that hate each other for no reason because none of them were around when they originally hated each other. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, it's like there used to – my grandfather-in-law used to have the old adage of uh, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. Wow, that sounds like a grandfather thing to say. It does. And yeah. he, his name was Bill. Mm-hmm. Y'all only believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. But now you can't even believe half of what you see because we have such technology that's yeah. going to be so well made that it – like you, you look at 
early um, PT Barnum style shenanigans where mm-hmm. they get they get the the, the the bearded lady, the bearded lady, or they get like a monkey boy. Monk, uh, they get a monkey skull and attach it to the body of a yep. skeleton of a fish, like Ripley's Believe It or Not. Exactly, Ripley's Believe It or Not. In its time, was like that's an oddity. That's mm. people would come to see it. Now it's just like, yeah, whatever. That's Trevor. just stupid. Yeah, I call that Wednesday. Mm. You know, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. So it's. Uh, I mean, if you go about like the moon landing, mm. you know, there's people now that go, it wasn't real. It wasn't real. It was real, and they argue that forever. And but they'll what, tell you uh, the shadows going this way, and then and the exactly. flags waving like that, and then there's. So when we, I mean, they're looking at landing on the moon again sometime soon. Giant steps are uh, and possibly talk about colonization the of the moon now. Well, we've got to go somewhere. So that because when we land, planet. yeah, exactly. <laughs> when they land there, yes. Um, are we going to believe it? Are there going to be people saying, "Oh, they're no. not really there"? It's in a studio. Yeah, exactly. I've seen that movie before. Yeah, it's done. It's perfect. Like that's what it is. The Apollo Eleven. And the only re- the only time that we will get to a point where being on the moon or landing on the moon will become a thing which is important. Is when they discover a new fuel source on the moon. Yes. And then every... Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, to put my third one in, every fucking country is going to want to be there. <laughs> that's three. Yeah, that's my <laughs> no, third that's one. that's four. Is it? Yeah. Positive that was the third. Fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone, everyone's going to want to be there. Oh, no question. You watch. Every country. No, no, but then, but then there'll be people who'll go, it doesn't exist. They're just mining in Brazil, and they don't want to show up that they're getting rid of the Amazon, and that's that's what they've done. They're basically yeah, killing- People don't care about the moon. There's nothing up there. Well, what they've Doesn't done matter. is they've gone into Southeast Asia where there's a lot of dire poverty, and they've managed to you know extract through rigorous torture a fuel source from the tears of babies. Yep. And so that's what they've really done, but they say they got it from the moon. Mm. We're really just harvesting yep. baby tears. And the reason why we know they're not actually on the moon is mm. we just throw a Tasmanian tiger just raw past. Exactly. Here's <laughs> going, mate. <laughs> you wait, they, one day, if they discover that they drill into the moon yes, and there's something like oil or some new source there somewhere, it's going to go bundo crazy. Bundo crazy. Everyone will want to be there. Perfect. Everyone. Even Fiji will be there. <laughs> they'll, they'll launch a little rocket up. Everyone. It'll be more, it'll be more like a tribute, yep. but you know. South Korea. Could you imagine? I'll be there. Can you imagine when we finally colonize the moon? And probably I'm going to go out on a limb here. You and I will be in the ground before that happens. Yeah, I think so. Before it becomes a colony. Well, we'll be there soon, but it's going to be a while before we people live there. Yeah. A holiday there. Imagine that. Weekend on the moon. Weekend on the moon. Nice. But imagine taking the budget airlines to the moon because your family can't afford your the jet star. Yeah. No, I'm talking like, you know, AOM, which was a French airline that went under quite okay. some time ago. Yeah. Malaysian airlines. Malaysian airlines. One of those went under a while back. <laughs> oh. Still too early? No. Was it MH, whatever M- it is? MA30. I haven't found it. Maybe it's on the moon. Maybe it is. <laughs> but imagine that. Like, so you can either take your, your flagship SpaceX, mm-hmm. that'll get you there, or, yep. or your Virgin Airlines, they'll go to the moon, or you can take Air Asia to the moon. I mean, there'll be people who'll do it. Or there's something amazing at the airlines, and there'll be uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> Airline Musk. Elon Musk. <laughs> there'll, be, um, there'll be Amazon Air. Yeah. Richard Airson. <laughs> and there'll be Dick Smith Airlines. <laughs> Dick Smith Airlines. Dick Air. <laughs> Dick Air. <laughs> Oh, mm. awesome. Wait well, for the day. The day that we Wait live on the, the moon day. will be crazy. But you're right, absolutely. 
People just won't believe it. And what do they go to Mars? They won't believe that. Get your ass to Because they can't prove they're really there. All we can hear is video footage. But even now, like, I had this conversation with someone many years ago about the ability, did we go to the moon or not? And I'm like, well, I actually believe they did. And they're like, I believe we did. They're like, no, we didn't. I'm like, okay, you can fire a laser. And I think, I think that they did this on the Big Bang Theory. They actually showed- <laughs> This is a relevant area for factual information. Well, well no, but they, <laughs> there, there was always this proof, and I use the quotation marks, from NASA to anyone. If you get a certain size laser, you can fire at, at I think, the Sea of Tranquility, where one of the um, moon landings placed reflective, almost basically mirrors. Mm-hmm. You can fire a laser at it, given the specific coordinates, and that laser beam will come back to you at the speed of light. And it takes a matter of, I think, a minute or a second or whatever, depending on that. So you can actually see that you fire this laser into space and it comes back at you. The only way you can do that is if you have a man-made reflective surface mm-hmm. on the moon to come back. And they're like, no. I'm like, what proof do you need? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Thomas? <laughs> yeah, and the I do find weird, though, when we finally get back there. Because mm. we haven't landed on the moon for a long, long time. I think 77, maybe? And there's only been like 13 people that have ever yeah. walked on the Because I always the said, is there a reason why we haven't gone back? Nothing there. Is there something that we saw there, though, that makes you, you know what, we shouldn't be here? Oh, dark side of the moon. Because a lot of the people who went to the moon also become very religious as well. And it kind of makes you wonder, you know, is it because it was just such a huge, momentous thing they did? Mm. Or was it because they saw something that went, you know what, there's bigger stuff than us out here? Or they're American. (laughs) Or maybe that wasn't factual. Maybe I just heard it and believed it for decades and I just say it's factual now. Maybe that's not the truth at all. Maybe what happens if we just want to fuck you right up the ass? We blow up the moon. <laughs> Ukraine one day. <laughs> the, the moon, moon the next. Uh, and on that, roadies, I am Joe. I am non-sweary Troy. <laughs> and we are the South Road Boys. We fucking certainly are. <laughs>